0: We are live with another episode of Comic Talk. Uh, it's that show brought to you by The Key where we talk about this week's releases of comics. It's Thursday, August 26th. DC comics come out uh, on Tuesdays. Marvel and Indie comics come out on Wednesdays. So we're talking what? 24th, 25th of August? Those comic books. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and I can't do this alone. I mean, I guess I could, but like. I can only read so much. That's why I brought two awesome guests with me today. Two guests who've never been on Comic Talk together before. They've been on Comic Talk multiple times, but like, it's kind of like those two friends that you're like, hey, maybe they could be good together. Maybe they could be a couple, but they've, you know, they've just narrowly missed each other at the parties. Uh, well, we're going to see how this romance works between Justin Musso and Michael Mead. Justin, how you doing today?
1: No, real good. Thanks, Dimitri. Thanks for having me back on. Always happy to talk comics.
0: Always. Uh it's always nice to have you. Uh 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 you do amazing work on TikTok and uh you've done amazing work on any key related thing that you've been on. So uh thanks for spending uh, you know, a couple hours on a Thursday to talk with me about uh this week's comics.
1: Yeah, happily. It's a good week for
0: comics. Yeah.
1: Excellent, uh Mike
0: who said excellent week have i introduced him? kind of i guess michael mead everybody uh Ooh. also on tiktok both you guys do great tiktoks i'm trying to i'm trying to set you guys up harry met sally style uh i don't know i mean harry Justin's
2: tiktok yeah I'll definitely following him is <laughs> so good like it's just so informational which i love and entertaining at the same time so everyone should be following justin which they already do and, so there we go everybody, and, everybody already follows you there. There. justin yeah there yeah you go.
0: But I don't know. Justin, as as good as he is, doesn't have the Michael laugh. Like, it's, Michael's laugh. To be honest, yeah, I do.
2: Shush. Oddly enough, I, I, I just want to hear it, reason. Michael.
0: I just want to hear tonight.
2: it. Michael. I'm sure we okay. will. I'm sure, We're talking about some good books tonight. I'm sure there'll be some funny stuff. So
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. It's, it's that one where you're like, Superman, what?
2: What? I know, yeah. That's I'm just so excited about these. They're making me laugh so much.
0: You I know, like it. Pain. I like it. That's your catchphrase. Like you that's, know, legit,
2: that's your... like I got I've gotten messages on there saying like you're just making no I'm legitimately sitting there at work like pricing these books and I'm just sitting there laughing having customers just stare at me all day Like yeah. it's just yeah. all because it's silent people looking at books and all of a sudden <laughs> this is crazy what is this and it's, I don't know it's
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's legitimate I love this medium and I love this stuff and these are some actually like legitimately credited crazy, crazy covers so Why not? yeah
0: I like them. yeah uh, I like it I like it that's your claim to fame because like. I forget who was who was saying something. Um, they were like back in the like olden days. I guess we had superdickery.com. dot com. Was that what it was? SuperDickery.
2: Sure. Yeah.
0: You guys know what I'm talking about?
2: Vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's familiar.
0: It was. It was like they would show Superman covers. It would be a website just about Superman covers being just ridiculous and Superman being a dick. And it would just have the cover with no context. Right. Yeah.
1: I know what it mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like, that, that yeah, there was there was, well, there was this, a long running.
2: Check out any Lois. Well, true. Check out any like Lois Lane book, girlfriend, uh, Lois, yeah. Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane ever, yeah, yeah. it's just all Superman yeah, was, being was, terrible.
1: Yeah, there yeah. was a long stretch during like the Silver Age Superman run where he would just be an absolute dick to both Lois and Jimmy Olsen. He would just like yeah, ever be like Superman's about to put a gun to bully the Joey's Joey's head. Why is he doing this? It was,
2: yeah. It was the same with like the world's finest covers too, which are hilarious. First off, never have anything to do with the actual interior of the book, no. which I also love. One of my favorites is Superman tied up Batman to a wooden stake. They went back in time to Pilgrim Days, and he's burning him for a witch, and Batman has no idea why. And Superman's like, "You're a witch." They should be reversed, but <laughs> that's hilarious. Like it was crazy. Like no, like, and it has nothing to do with anything in the book. That was not touched on anywhere in the issue, but yeah. it got me. It got me. So well done, DC. So there you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're still talking about it to this day, right? So (laughs) they must be doing something right. Um, There's a lot of awesome comics that that came out this week. Uh, Before we get to it, just my normal normal thing of... uh, well, I was going to say another thing, but now I also do have to say another thing on top of that. If you guys are watching us live, you are watching us live streaming on multiple platforms, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, but our number one platform is volume.com. It's a new streaming platform uh, about uh, for, for singers, musicians, performers, niche geek shows. So I think we qualify um so uh volume.com slash the keeg show is our number one boo so if you want to follow us and watch us live uh you can or if you're listening to us after the fact and you're like you can't even see our faces it's just our lovely luscious voices that you're hearing you're probably listening to the podcast and that's anywhere you get your podcast so apple Podcasts, iheart radios soundcloud google play Nah, I believe that those are like that's running the gamut on things uh we're all over the place and uh, also follow us on instagram and tiktok at the keeg show but my spiel that I was gonna say for you two is you guys read comics all the time I want to know what comic if you only had the time and money and effort to read one comic a month what would it be it doesn't Ooh. even have to be from this week Ooh. but if you had to pick Ooh. one What's your number one,
2: Justin? You got something?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I I have a few. Uh, there's a lot of really good ongoing series right now, but I think, uh, I think I'm probably I would probably have to say the current run of Nightwing right now by Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo because it's just. It's just so good. Like, I can't. I can't really put into words to fully express how good a book it is. And like, I, I can't. I can't not think of another writer in years who has understood Dick Grayson as a character like Tom Taylor does. Yeah. So I think that'll be my choice.
2: Can I second that? Thank you. For- <laughs> like, that's exactly my answer. Exactly my answer. Um, no, like the last issue especially, like, 83, like, it, just what Dick Grace, what Tom Taylor has, has made Dick Grace enough, I can, find, first off, I can finally recommend a Nightwing book again. Right, um, right. But, but other than that, like, it's, I, people ask me what are the best, like, what's a good comic to start out with right now? And honestly, as much as a Nightwing fan I am, taking my bias out of it, Nightwing is probably one of the best superhero comics out right now like it not only has amazing writing character development that all the all the characters in the book are so well-rounded and drawn out and balanced the villain has such mystery behind it right now we have no idea what's going on yet we're still hooked with him. and then yeah bruno redondo's art is just phenomenal like every panel works so well and yeah. All the splash pages and every angle he gets, like he he has very traditional paneling, but then also out of nowhere, boom! Like he does such like modern paneling where you don't even see the lines through it. Like one goes through right to the other. Like it's yeah, it's such a beautiful book. It really is.
0: Yeah. As as a uh, as a, as a filmmaker and film geek myself, uh, Bruno Redondo's not only like a great artist, but he understands sequential art to the way that it 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 frames like it's frames like a film would and he treats it kind of like that. Like for example, there's like continuing a motion of an object when you switch shots uh in, in film. But like he does a thing with Nightwing that he flips the shot around by making Nightwing flip. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now he's yeah. he's going from left to right, now he's going from right to left. And he does it, he doesn't do it in a disjointed way. He doesn't have to show the flip technically it's like, okay, whatever. Are people really gonna complain about it? But it would feel yeah. disjointed, but it doesn't because Nightwing doesn't flip through the helicopter in the last issue. I know. That was such
2: a way. such a good scene. I think I like posted that one of those pictures on uh Instagram about that too. Like yeah. that was such a cool, cool, cool uh, cool splash page on that one. But yeah, yeah. it's it's phenomenal. It's re- one of my favorite books right now for sure.
0: Yeah. Not this question copy, but- yeah, I mean, I'm copying you both. So, uh, I mean, that we we I think there's so much Tom Taylor Nightwing love on this show week to week.
1: Like
2: Tom it, Taylor's on fire right now.
1: It's yeah, yeah Tom he,
2: Taylor's yeah, on he's fire right now,
1: knocking it out of the park. And like I, it's it's a thing where it's like it has me sad because I know that as with all good things, I know they will eventually end. But I I am gonna be here every every <laughs> issue. Yeah. To, to follow this one because, like, man, like from from the from the jump, from the jump of just like, like changing everything about Nightwing's world with the inheritance and with like putting the weight of like it's it, it, it's it's a crazy thing because like we've seen before we've seen Dick be Batman but now he has to be Bruce Wayne now he has to deal with the like social obligation and the weight of what how to responsibly be a billionaire and i've loved in this first arc the kind of decision he has made of like how how the the most responsible way you can be a billionaire is by giving away all of your money is to not be a billionaire it's yeah. it's oh god it's just it's been so great and getting to see like another thing i love that tom taylor very i think it's very safe to say that tom taylor is a very big fan of like found family and like exploring the like family dynamics of any of these superheroes like with with this run you can start to see it in superman son of kal-el with his suicide squad run especially um like it's it's like this is this has just been like an exploration of like the extended family that dick grayson has both and like the bat family with the titans with like all these all these people who look up to him and who are like there for him uh like ah uh, man. Well, that that one also, like,
2: sorry, go, go go go. No no
1: no 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 no. no. You yeah, we were
2: gonna say. Well, to yeah, you're, the family thing, like especially like Batman and the Titans, everything. Like a couple issues back, when they thought he was, you know, being captured, and they were all rushing towards him. and He'd be like, whoa whoa hold up, I gotta make sure I gotta call him off. Hold on, like like, yeah, yeah. like just having that family aspect is huge. It's cool.
0: Yeah, uh, I forgot that Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo did the previous Suicide Suicide Squad volume. Because uh, that was a good short and sweet one. I wish it lasted longer. With Ted Cord. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. The one with Ted I, I, Cord. I, yeah,
1: I, I wish it did too, but it was also just such a perfectly encapsulated story that I'm glad... Yeah. It, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I wanted more, but I'm glad it didn't ever hit a point of dragging on. I'm happy that it yeah. was like 12 issues, and it was like neat. It had a beginning, middle, and end. You yeah. got to see... Great great both the introduction of the new characters that he brought in, the way that he wrote like Deadshot, like the dead, like Deadshot very clearly kind of being a main character of that arc was was great to see too of his relationship with his family. Again, his relationship with his family and his daughter. Yeah. Uh and also he's just he's and the just dog. really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's also just really good at I I have laughed at loud at a lot of his stuff, and it's just because it's just very funny. It's it's yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's Deadshot yeah. wielding hilarious. a dog against Batman, knowing that he won't hit him. It's, uh, <laughs> the, it's it's the notion. Uh, it's the notion in the Nightwing series that there the Bat Family has a group chat that they keep up with each other with. Um, yeah, and how like yes, only Seriously responds though. and emojis. Uh, it's it's so the the that that like I think it's like that second or third issue where he gets his wallet stolen. And you just see his phone blowing up with after Barbara has told everybody in the back room chat about it. And then Tim yeah. showing up the next issue and giving him a chain for the wallet. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I I, my favorite thing about Batman is the Bat family. Like, I love Batman, but color me meh about the Batman that's coming out. I think sure. it's a, a, it, we're riding the wave of Nolan Batman movies where it's like mm-hmm. everything's realistic, but no, come on, man, just give me a Bat family. Like, it's not that hard. People have suspension of disbelief now way more in superhero movies than they were 10, 20 years ago. Like, I mean, we can believe that Robin did. exists. Yeah, like, right. we can yeah. believe that Mar- uh, Robin exists or age up Robin. I don't care. Just like give us a Bat family. Right. It's not that hard. I mean, it's anyway. true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But I mean, uh, sorry, yeah. go back. Uh,
2: one more thing about Tom Taylor's stuff, because he also wrote <laughs> uh, in, the Injustice comics, too. And so mm-hmm. having kind of that brutality, that kind of range that, that Tom Taylor has can go extremely dark, too. I mean, with especially with his Marvel uh, Dark Ages book coming out. Um, yeah. That looks super dark and gritty. and But at the same time, like... He can also write things like Nightwing. Like Tom Taylor has such range right now, and like he's, he's on fire. And I've honestly loved almost I think I think everything he's done so far. So it's, it's been yeah. great. I can't wait to see what else yeah. he can do.
0: Um, a lot of cool comics came out this week. Uh, we will definitely get to it right now. Uh, that being said, anyone out there who's watching or listening or whatever, obviously follow us, like us, subscribe, do whatever you want to do. Uh, you don't have to pay a dime to support us. Just help us out by, by supporting us, I guess, just being a supporter and being supportive. Uh, but then also like, if you have questions, this is the purest comic show on the key. Uh, cause we have multiple Purist. shows on the key. It's, it's the purest. It's are literally talking comics. If you have questions about comics, if you want to know what superheroes are up to or where to start or whatever, feel free and, and hit us up in the chat at volume.com slash the Keeg show. Uh, that's the chat that we bring into the, uh, into the live. And so we can check that out. Let us know if you haven't created an account on volume.com, create an account. It is free. And you can just chat with us here. Um, so like I was saying earlier, DC comics came out, Marvel comics came out, indie comics come out. And like each of us kind of likes a different percentage of each. Um, What's a big book that we all read from this week?
2: Um, well, I mean, let's see.
0: What was the
1: biggest book? Was there something huge that came out this week?
0: Um,
2: not, not, not my opinion. Not from I mean, Marvel I think, DC. I think,
1: I think, I think, I think that honestly, probably the the like biggest book in in a few terms uh, was probably King Spawn.
2: King Spawn. King That's Spawn. what I gonna say. It wasn't Marvel DC. It was King Spawn. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. I mean, it's if you guys probably read probably
0: King Spawn, i like was book.
2: That was the biggest book, yeah.
0: I didn't read it, Uh, uh, but I do got an image up for it, and they have, like, a bunch of variant covers. That's how you know they're really, like, pitching a book hard is when they got, like, 20 different variant covers. I picked three. I posted three right here, but they got, like, a bunch of them. If if anyone feels like looking for them, they're all great.
2: Besides X-Men number one, Jim Lee's X-Men number one, I think this one sold the most individual comics out of any other comic book ever besides X-Men number one, Jim Lee's Really and this
0: is an
1: indie. Like, Image Comics is yeah, still kind of, you know. Yeah. I think as of like two weeks ago, uh, it had sold, I think, almost or over half a million copies in pre sale. Yeah. So what not did? Even, oh, like, King Spawn. King Spawn, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, it's, 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 it's already, it's already like one of, I think, in the top 10 most selling. Like highest selling comic single issue comics of all time. Mm. Yeah, oh dang,
2: it's, it's a pretty it's all a pretty right. big deal. Like I said, the only thing that beats it is Jim Lee's X Men, uh, which sold like yeah. I think over a million copies. But I see this one maybe beating it too. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. It's just it's just a big deal. It's like the first introduction to like a big Spawn universe kind of first issue, right? You had I mean you had Spawn Got universe it. number one come out, but like this is yeah. like the first new ongoing besides yeah. Spawn. You have spawn King Spawn coming out. So, so what
0: what happens what happens in this book? Keeping in mind, okay, spoilers are obviously allowed at Comic Talk, cause like <laughs> like I would say like for people, if you if you want to do it, like read this week's comics and then come and watch Comic Talk. Like I you know, I feel like that's and then hope we talk about the comics that you're talking about. But King Spawn, uh roughly what happens? I mean, you don't have to give away anything if you don't want to, but there's no rules. We could we could do spoilers if you want. Why should people buy this? Entice us. Oh, well, I think
1: I think here's here's what I will say. I think, honest to God, King Spawn. Th- this issue is probably one of the best jumping on points if you if you want to read Spawn comics because it it Spawn is one of those interesting things where it's like I I can, I if if I tell you like I can't really pinpoint like if I'm like oh you got to read if you want to get the Spawn you got to like go read like this volume or this volume because it's so like just like encompassing. And so it's so right. it's like you you start with yeah. you start with spawn 1 and you just keep going forward. Um and and there hasn't really been too much like break in that chain. And this is a really excellent kind of like sort of like mystery story a little bit. Um and it it's just a really good kind of entry point to spawn as a character and kind of the universe of spawn because it the first issue too does a good job of like introducing a lot of the better known like ancillary characters in the Spawn universe and mm-hmm. setting up you know kind of like the villain of for for this series and uh, yeah I think it's it's it, it's 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 big it's it's big it's it's literally explosive um, so yeah yeah uh, yeah so, exactly. And- Anyone so, who
0: thinks like spawn looks cool can, should like they can like ju- jump into spawn on king spawn number one, like, oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, this what what just was saying about how it was like very difficult to kind of jump in. I completely agree. It's very similar to like how Hellblazer, the the 300 issue uh run, was very difficult because it, it was a very continuous story. You can't really just like jump in at like issue like 150, right? Like, I mean, it was. Sure. A, big issue that's a wrong issue to do but like yes, yeah you can't really jump in same thing with also hellboy hellboy is very difficult to just jump into into, into hellboy um so mm. mike manolio started doing like these small mini series to kind of give you a yeah. flavor for it but like this was a such a good issue to kind of jump in and he got so many cool artists even donny cates who's a writer and, uh, yeah really good really cool uh cover actually for for the King's spawn number one too um so that was really really fun but this was a really really kind of important issue especially if you do want to get into spawn they haven't been able to reprint the trades very often lately and they're starting to recently especially the big compendiums which are really nice um but that's been a very recent thing like it's very been very difficult to get into spawn but this issue had a lot in it and I, i i love to see where it's sure and i'm this is coming from not even a hugely big spawn fan to be honest with you like if you even have a hinting of maybe getting into something like big and that's not related to marvel dc this might be a cool thing to get into
1: Mm. okay it's also it's also pretty great because the 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 actual like the main story and i'm pretty sure this actual series uh of king spawn because this is going to be an ongoing series not just like a one-offs like big special issue it's uh, this is like the the like I think gonna be like the kind of like main title of the Spawn universe comics that that is, is starting to kind of like spread out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's by Sean Lewis who has written uh, Spawn comics in the past, but also Todd McFarlane provides some like additional dialogue, and he also writes. There's about there's a handful of I think there's about four backup stories in this first issue and they're all written by Todd McFarlane with a different artist on each of the backup stories um that also each one of the backup stories covers one of the other kind of like other big characters within the Spawn universe
2: Gunslinger Spawn
1: Yeah, Gunslinger Spawn. Huh. Love Gunslinger okay. Spawn.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Very excited.
0: I uh I never got into Spawn mostly because I feel like the edgy kids got into Spawn, the Edgelord kids. Hey, Superman's dumb. You should like it's all about Spawn, dude. Like it was those kids. I don't know why they sound so. I deep. know. He, I'm talking he, like six year olds, you know, like six year olds, seven year olds being like Superman's dumb. You know,
2: Spawn had a had, Spawn had a very unique set of powers at the beginning. Like at the beginning when he first came, it comes in like he only had a certain amount of times so he could use his powers. Right. That's but well, he used a lot of guns right you uh, but then but then he started to get popular and people thought he was cool so that just kind of like fell off like like yeah. no he, he's fine he can use his powers whenever he wants yeah. um so it was it was kind of a really really cool thing going into it but then you know they bring in the whole heaven and hell thing and all the angels and Come in, and Angela as well. But I mean, she's in Marvel now. But that was a whole. Thing. Yeah, so it was really, it's really yeah. cool series, yeah. and it's it's been long, very long lasting. So that's that's always nice to see too. But, but I mean, yeah, he own he helped. He's part of the company, right? He's on the higher up, so he can just keep doing this. It's very much like uh Savage Dragon, like Eric Larson. Like the sales mm-hmm. on those don't really do very much, but he is part owner in Image, so he's like, I'm going to keep pumping out my comic if I want to. And good for him. Yeah, but there you go. Uh
0: Is it? Do you think it's too late for Savage Dragon to? ever catch on to like, like, I don't,
1: I don't you know I mean? don't think it, I don't think it is honestly. I think with, especially with the success of invincible on Amazon, mm-hmm. I would honestly mm-hmm. kind of love to see Savage dragon make an appearance in that, like make a cameo on that. And then possibly yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if they were to bring him on as a cameo and then try to spin him off into his own thing. I think I think I think the thing, like the thing with like Savage Dragon is like he's just again like it, it's his long ongoing story and like I'm I know I think at some point he dies and his son takes over as Savage Dragon, um because he it, ages it, in real time, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the comic it's, it's like isn't yeah it's like aging in real time. Um, yeah. Hellboy, but I think it. I think I think I think he's I think he's he's just a very like, he's a very interesting like concept and a real cool character design i think that i think that savage dragon could end up kind of i, I, don't, I don't see why he shouldn't in the face of all these other totally. image comics that are having their time and i think a lot of right. people
2: forget that all these guys are in one big universe invincible spawn mm-hmm. uh witchblade savage dragon they all are in one big invincible universe they've all crossed yep. over before like they all fight together so like yeah. it's totally the cartoon's a little
0: different though the cartoon is different they have it to get was, the yeah. individual rights. They don't get all image comic rights. That's oh, why no, they did, that's they, did yeah, seance, they did seance. They did dog instead mm-hmm. of science, science, science dog. Because oh, yeah. otherwise, Amazon would have the rights to science dog, and they're like, mm-hmm. nah, we want it to be different. If you want to do a science cartoon, can, dog like cartoon, you can. But you gotta write by the <laughs> rights, <laughs> yeah. That's why it was seance dog, and he was like a doctor Doctor Strange. Yeah.
2: Oh I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, in Marvel, Spider Ham has to be friends with Doctor Strange, right? Is there, what's Doctor Strange's, think. like, it has to be the animal that Doctor yeah, what, Strange what, what, is. Right? What,
2: what is that one? Because I know Captain America is a cat. Uh,
0: is Doctor Strange is a dog?
2: Goose. Go- I think Ghost Rider is a goose. Um, uh, no, Ghost Riders? I Hulk is, the bunny. Hulk, Hulk the I believe,
1: bunny. I, I believe that version of Doctor Strange is uh, Croctor Strange. He's a c- oh, c- No, 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 I don't like I it. Love I that don't
2: like un- that at all. though. I love that universe so he's, much. He's a that's
0: member so of cute. the
1: Unhumanati.
0: <laughs> that act, no, I like it. that. I like that. Let's <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. But Unhumanati. Um, okay. You're good. Uh uh I'm waiting for the Michael laugh. We gotta that's what, that's, Michael That's
2: Unhumanati. our that's our new nickname now for for this this group is the, yeah, un- the Unhumanati. Unhumanati. The
0: Unhumanati. <laughs>
1: um
0: so uh, let's talk a, a big one for Marvel, which I think is big for many different reasons. And that is Marvel's Voices Identity, which mm. is an anthology series. Marvel has been doing a couple of anthology series, just like DC has, uh, for different things, whether it be Pride or whether, uh, uh, I forget all the previous ones they've done. Both, both companies are kind of doing these anthology series to focus on the characters of color or characters of certain communities. Uh, Pride was the LGBTQ plus community, uh, those characters. And they're choosing to spotlight those characters and have it written, which I think makes the difference. It's some we talked about earlier, makes a difference. It's written by creators of those communities. And oh uh, where, where do I got? I got, yeah, there. So they had multiple alternate covers for this one. And I love literally all of them. <laughs> like if you yeah. check them out. I put up 6. I think there were 7. How could you um, not like that
1: Jubilee one? Yeah, the Jubilee one is great. Cute. Is I the got, Jubilee
0: one? The... That one's mixed uh, that one's off of Wolverine. No, there is a um, Jubilee one for this one too. Yeah. Really? It's not It's really, not, cute. It's really I, cute. I like It's not this one that that's on Wolverine 15? No. There's also, a, no, that's there's also There's two Jubilee, Jubilee covers this month. There's, there's one, yeah. two Jubilee yeah. covers this month.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I got the I got the I got the Shang-Chi uh, cover myself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shang-Chi's looking buff. Yeah, man. the Shang-Chi was oh, yes. the same
2: artist as the one you were talking about. Uh yeah.
0: Like, yeah. Uh who's who's doing that? Because they're doing um the the artist for that is doing uh a lot of the Asian character uh, uh yeah. covers. Like variant covers. So this week also Amazing Spider-Man had one who had silk. With silk. Yeah. I yeah. have that. Um, yeah. if you it, if yeah. you look there in the in the right hand corner, it's the same artist of silk and I can't keep my eyes, I can't keep my eyes off of it. Moving on. Um, yeah, I mean, it that, has the, the silk, totally awesome Hulk had one too. Good.
2: Like, they, they're yeah. all over the place.
0: Oh, yeah. The Hulk one had, was it Brawn without a shirt on? Yeah. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's Braun, just, yeah, like, he just had ripped. his jacket. He was just. Yeah, it's like, all right, good for yeah, me Yeah. Welcome.
2: Um, I, I, yeah, g- awesome. Braun, well done. Yeah.
0: Marvel Voices has a, and I forget some of it because it's an anthology book. Um, it has a couple of different storylines, uh, one of which focuses on uh, uh, Kamala Khan and Red Dagger. Who mm-hmm. he's playing mm-hmm. all his cards right up until the end of that story, and I'm like, yeah, "You it's idiot! So close.
1: And just, Come on,
0: like, I don't know." Uh,
1: just let, just biffs it at the end of it. Yeah. Been,
0: I mean, you don't get so close to a girl while you're standing in the waters. They have a hug. They're up against each other,
1: and he goes, "What does he say?" He's just like, he's like, uh, you know, he, 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 he oh, basically just like asks her like, why she doesn't stick around, and if, and yeah. then she, and then, and then, and then he says that she's ashamed of where she comes self-hating, from. He, he, she's self-hating, self-hating kind of, yeah. Pakistani. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: it's like you have this girl that you like in your arms, Kills and you the then move. go. Yeah. You go. You must be a self-hating Pakistani. Yeah. Why would bummer. you say that? What uh, you idiot? Red Dagger. Come <laughs> on,
1: man. I know. Come on. It was good Red though. Dagger. Like that was that was that was a yeah. very
2: good storyline for sure. All,
1: all, all I, I really liked all of the stories in this issue were really good and like very much all over the place. I loved the story with Jubilee of mm-hmm. of her kind of like sitting down to like you know clean her parents' gravesite and. Having, oh having, yeah, having, with, with John O and Shogo. Sugar yeah. Is. And, and kind of By the like, way, is you know, she we're... dating? Is she dating Jonathan? I, I think so. I, I I I I'd have to check up on that. But it, it definitely that's definitely the vibe I got, which is like good for them. Um, <laughs> yeah, good for them.
0: I love it so much. Um, I, yeah, I, like I've said on on multiple occasions, I love shipping. So great. It, pair pair these good characters up, huh, yeah. baby. They're all gen, they're, so, uh, generation X characters. Yeah, so. I also
1: loved that. Like the very first story in this anthology is very much being like okay. So currently on Disney Plus, we're doing the What If series. <laughs> Shang Chi comes out next week, so we're going yeah. to do a What If Shang Chi story. <laughs> oh this yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which it was pretty marketing a very
2: to core.
1: Yeah, uh, still a very cool and also like a, a, a neat like pull and callback to like his original costume and like the, like the way mm-hmm. he like the way he was originally like drawn and designed and like yeah. having him fight his alternate self was, yeah. was was a neat was a neat thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, what was that was place called the place was called something uh, uh that he went to uh, it was a, it's a callback to some other property and I forget what it was um I don't know but anyway that was a separate thing if any, like maybe we'll find it out in retrospect but um there was a lot of good bu- books in this and I, and I think that the difference. Uh, like I was saying, it used to be. Let's be honest. As much as Chris, Chris Claremont has done for X Men, he's done an ama- amazing things. Created wonderful, nuanced characters. He's mo- like he's he's created allegories to the civil rights movement in X Men. Like Chris Claremont did that. Stan Lee didn't do that. Chris Claremont did it. Um, uh, uh, he, he in the end, he is still uh, he is still a white man writing about Japan. And mm-hmm. writing about these people in cultures that, I mean, I don't know how much experience he has with those cultures, but as far as I know, he's not of that culture. And so yeah. you get a lot of that in, in 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 Chris Claremont, but in these anthologies, they are actually having, for instance, mm-hmm. this one was about uh, Asian characters and Asian American characters. Uh, we had those writers write those stories because it was yeah. their stories to tell.
1: And I think that mm-hmm. makes a difference. Oh yeah. I think it, it, it's, 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 it's for sure. I mean, like, that's like, uh, one, one of the things I actually liked about it in this issue wasn't even, even part of like the, the comics in, in, in part of it, it was, there was a bit near the end where they sat down with like a number of the creators and asked them like, you know, what these characters mean to them and like why, why they chose these characters to write about. Um, yeah. And like it, it, it was it was great to kind of like like yeah for the year and like talk about yeah exactly like that like uh, the the writer for the um, the jubilee piece uh, talked about how like how excited they were to see jubilee on like the old X Men cartoon in the 90s uh, because you didn't really get to see he's he's like specifically said it was like you don't especially then you didn't see a lot of Asian or AAPI superheroes that weren't martial arts based. Yeah. And so getting to see Jubilee, uh, who with her powers was a neat break, and he just said like he he had, he had kind of the one thing that they were hoping for was to get to get to see more of her background and her like connection to her heritage, and so like that's why he chose that like framing for his story for her of like looking at the way she was raised, you know, the, those years before her parents were killed, of those those little connections that were made to, like, kind of, like, reflect on that.
0: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There's one more thing that I thought was interesting, and I I only think it's interesting because I heard on TikTok a specific thing, and I had to, like, step in and be like, that's not true, but... And then I, I learned something. So uh, Bishop, the character of Bishop, is uh, 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 descended from Gateway. He, like, Gateway is one of his like his grandfather, great grandfather, whatever, big bishops from the future. He's now here, you know, uh, he, so he's at least descended from, from, uh, uh, uh indigenous Australians, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, aborigines. And so that's like specific to, to Bishop that doesn't really come up that much because mostly he just gets like written as like, Oh, he's the black character. Right. Like in, in a lot of his stuff. And so, yeah. uh, I, I was on a TikTok. uh, uh, a pod it's like a tick tock about a podcast of like australian filipinos um mm-hmm. and so it's their podcast and they were talking so i mentioned that or they mentioned that bishop is filipino and i was like well no not i mean technically no he's you know whatever and then when somebody came in and they said like originally wills Portasio wanted to make him uh uh filipino because wills Portasio is filipino And Marvel was like, we're, we're not gonna, uh, uh, not Filipino. Let's make him black. And Wills was like, that's fine. That's cool. Because in the end, we still get that. We still get that representation. Uh, Mm -hmm. and maybe it's not specifically Filipino, but it's more like a, and this is what I subscribe to, like rising tide raises all ships type mentality. Like we're not like at each other's throats for a specific, specific representation. Um, but in this, in this specific issue it was about wave a filipino waterbender essentially and uh and then bishop comes in and bishop knows a lot about filipino culture like he literally mentions like what foods he likes Mm -hmm. and then he's also drawn and maybe this is just me i thought he was drawn filipino
1: oh i think i think think for sure because the the interesting thing too about it is in addition to this story finally acknowledging the original intention for Bishop. It was also, uh, unless I'm mistaken, the kind of one of the debuts of his like red Bishop uh, design, like Mm. this new character design. I had seen on Twitter that um, the artist, I think either for this issue or for the uh, X book, uh, Uh he, he was slated to appear in had created that, that new design for him of cutting the dreads and, that kind of like updated look. Uh, yeah. and so was was happy that it got used in this uh in this story. Right. Looks like Wills Portasio drew that one.
0: Oh yeah, there you go. Then he, good. he must have Ta-da. done an actual like yeah. like he would, must have been like, "No, I'm just going to draw him the way I want to draw." He's just going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is cool. And the easiest way to do that is we know that Gateway is one of his ancestors. Just give him like another like a uh, uh make him part part Filipino. You know what I mean? In the
2: future, he could have whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, his his sister is literally brown skin blonde hair. So who knows? Like oh, Shard mm-hmm. Shard was brown skin, blonde hair. So <laughs> I mean, who knows how his, how his you know, his uh, what his descendant or ancestors are <laughs> like. Um so that was a good that was a good one, and I, I think that like if if like Brian Long was on this show because Brian is a teacher, like <laughs> I would recommend this book. For, for like junior high teachers to like have in their like comic sure. compendium, all yeah. these books like this, this one, and then Pride, the rest of them, all mm-hmm. all yeah, all of them, uh, Because Communidades comes out next month or the next time it comes out, it, yeah. and that's based off of our 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 uh, uh, Latinx or Latina uh, mm-hmm. comu- uh, communities. So Miles Morales, mm-hmm. America Chavez, White Tiger. Uh, you know, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. We have yeah. A lot of those characters, you know, uh, and so they're going to see the spotlight.
2: Um, I'm assuming we'll just get one big book, so
0: that'd be cool. You, you think so? You think you'll that'd be get, cool. We'll get a book of of like a trade of
2: all of it. Yeah, I think like it'd be a cool trade out. of all. One of it? Yeah, yeah. that would be cool.
0: Yeah. Um, what book came out from DC that uh, that we all read? Because I read a I read a good amount actually. I a little, caught up on well, Mister Miracle. What did you
2: read, Dimitri? What did you read?
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk, talk too much about Mr. Miracle, mostly because there's too many questions and not enough answers as of That's yet. Classic Mr. Miracle. But Mr. <laughs> Miracle Four came out this uh, came out this month, and mm. because it came out this month, I was like, I have not. It's on issue four. If it gets any more than this, I'm gonna fall behind. So I'm like, I'm gonna read Mr. Miracle one, two, and three, and then read four, which I did. And it, it revolves around well, who else is reading
1: Mr. Miracle. I, I it's it's one I gotta get to. It 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 is. it's weird and i and i and i and i I, I love mr miracle and i i actually am pretty am very fond of this mr miracle as well because uh i i think i think i think he's he it's a cool deviation and i liked uh i also really like the future state story uh Mm. with him as well i didn't read that one but okay
2: thank you Graham morrison once again
1: yeah (laughs) for bringing
0: him back grant morrison brought him back yeah he was originally in the fourth world comics of some sort Well,
2: that's that's well that was scott free right grant morrison made made no no no
0: shiloh norman first appeared in one of the jack kirby ish whatevers back in the day as training under scott or something or
1: yeah i think so no 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 Uh, i i think he uh and again, really? I, 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 could, I could be way off on this one. Yeah, but I think that he had trained under uh, the same, the one from here. What we're talking about? Yeah, Thaddeus um, Brown. Yeah. He, 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 yeah, he oh, trained friend. under the original, the original
0: Earth Mister Miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's the third. He's the third person to use the name Mister Miracle. Created by Jack Kirby, he first appeared in Mr. Mr. Miracle at number go. 15 in 1973. There you go. So Shiloh Norman has been around, but he went into, like, people forgot about him until
1: Grant Morrison brought him back, right? Yeah, Seven for the, the Wars, Wars, Wars. For Seven Soldiers series. He was, yeah. Yeah. he was the Mr. Miracle for, for that.
2: Yeah. Brilliant.
0: Brilliant. Uh, I tweeted at the writer, because I, I, there was a mistake in issue two, and I tweeted at the writer, and I haven't gotten a reply yet. um but basically uh and this is something that comes up a lot with me uh there's a uh for i mean justin hasn't read it but like michael there uh basically shiloh norman is black mr Mm. miracle mask covers his whole face he's a celebrity he doesn't want to show people he's black he says Mm. that thaddeus brown dealt with stuff that he doesn't want to have to deal with even in 2021 or whatever year it's supposed to be in this yeah and But there is a fight that happens in issue two where part of his mask rips off or gets blown up or something, and you can see essentially the color of his skin on the Mm -hmm. on the bottom. And so, like like a traffic cam catches it, and then in the text it was like we'd uh, you know we can tell uh, like uh, why was he hiding? We can tell that he's like either African American, Latino, or and it says Southeast Asian, but they really meant was South Asian. And that was my one little stickler. Mm-hmm. I, I Keep him honest, like, man. Keep him you know, honest. Yeah. Uh, 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 so anyway, uh, well, because people mix up Southeast Asia and South Asia and like what countries constitute the thing. But anyway, the point mm-hmm. being is that uh, 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 it's a good read. <laughs> that's a separate. Yeah, that's totally. such a small thing. I'm not saying they mixed up South and Southeast Asia. Uh, nope. Don't even read it. <laughs> I mean, like, still no, though, It's cool, though. It's cool.
2: worth bringing up for sure.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. And if you like to ship people, there's some cute moments in it. So
2: always, as you do.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Michael, what what did you, what'd you read? Um. <clears throat> well, there throw was out. Throw, throw out a big the big a big fish.
2: Oh, I mean, there was Superman this week. There was Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder
0: not, Woman uh, okay. Black
2: and Gold was really good too this week. Talk um, about
0: another stuff. anthology series, right? I know like, all
2: these like Black and and whatever and you know. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Black, white, blue mother, and blue. Blue and red. Death. It's, it's yeah. black and
0: white, blue and red. It's Batman, black and white, Superman, red and blue, and Wonder Woman, black and gold.
2: Yeah, but Marvel has them too. Marvel has Deadpool, yeah.
0: Deadpool uh, they have carnage.
2: Car- carnage. Yeah, they Carnage. Yeah, they've been having them too. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. these. These are really, really cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah. just giving, like, first off, giving these writers and artists freedom to do whatever they want at this point. And they really take it too, which is... Phenomenal like usually I, I I notice with some of these past anthologies they kind of like still fit within the the bubble that DC kind of gets them, but right now they're kind of like taking it in stride and um, mm-hmm. there's nothing too crazy I like I really liked the last issue of uh, Superman uh, red and blue, uh, which was really kind of like got me right here uh pointing to my heart and so it yeah. was it was really 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 solid um but these have all been really really good uh, superman son of kal number two came out this week which i really uh, yeah. really loved
1: yeah um especially Did we all read talking that one? with yeah
2: yeah okay. again back to tom taylor i it it uh <laughs> it really i loved that whole like john questioning clark like i love them on the moon and them just kind of going out at, at each other, and, and especially uh, that one line where Superman is like, "I, you know, I can take bullets. You can, you can criticize me; it's fine." And then yeah. he does, and Superman's like, "Well, well, well wait a whoa, like <laughs> a little <laughs> much." But what happens fair. in this issue? Refresh it's, my so, memory.
1: So it it kicks off with John trying to establish his new secret identity to hide that he is that's right, that John Kent. And then yeah. the second he gets to his college, uh, yeah. Another student rolls up with an automatic rifle and tries to open fire in a crowd, and he, on instinct, jumps in and deflects the bullets and stops him. And then everyone's like, "Oh my god, you're Superman!" And he's like, "Well, shit. Now I gotta go somewhere else." Like literally, like, sadly, like he like literally, like, sadly, like picks up his car and flies away. He's like, "Yeah, all right. Well, he gotta doesn't start over even similar. try to hide. Like,
2: it's not like, oh yeah. no, oh, yeah. damn it,
0: yeah, <laughs> he yeah. got me." Um, um, he flies his truck to the moon, right? Like he takes it to the moon. He needed a timeout. out. Yeah. He needed to Yeah. He needed a, I, I a, know, but it's troop. like drop it off at home and then <laughs> go <laughs> to the moon. You're telling me that truck survived entry and like or and he, like exit and re-entry? He um, couldn't have well, Lois he,
2: finding he, out he, that he, he wasn't he at school fly. right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. he didn't, he didn't fly fast. He just, you know, no, right. at regular speed and just kind of carried just it Just very um, slowly. Just coasted. Yeah. To, yeah. It's that to the moon. That was like yeah. yeah, that was like the inciting one. And then like the, the like other thing was him jumping in to help a sinking boat of refugees. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. to Metropolis, uh, leaving, I think it's the island nation of Gomorrah. Mm. Um, yeah. Unless I'm mistaken. Um, it's going to be a big player, right? Yeah. Oh, it's, um, God, what's, uh, hold on. I, I, I have to pull it up because it is like an actual, Henry Bendix. That's right. Um, is, Who's is Henry the, Bendix uh, the guy, uh, the main villain? He's 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 the oh, current despot uh ruler of. Um, well, it, 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 it's crazy because he's actually a Wildstorm character. Um, oh, okay. He's one. He's one of the Wildstorm transfers. Um, okay. Because he was he was originally the director of Stormwatch. Uh, okay. In in, in in the Wildstorm universe. Yeah. Uh, and so now. He's apparently kind of acting as, like, I guess, like an, uh, uh, like, like sort of a a a despot ruler of this nation, and now that John has essentially made Gamora look because, like, that that's like the whole thing is like John is John watches what I presume is supposed to be like a TikToker or like a YouTuber, uh, yeah, called the Truth, um, yeah. who ends up being one of the students at the college that he saves uh, first people use there it's
2: crazy Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. um and following the truth reporting on this refugee crisis about how like it's it's the you know gamora basically wants to sink the ship because any indication that they aren't a utopia doesn't sit well with bendix yeah so superman obviously does the humanitarian thing he thinks and it's and he flies them a Metropolis whereupon the refugees are immediately detained. Yeah. Um, I,
2: that was a good, that was a deep part too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh yeah. And and that was like the, what I'm, what I like about it too, cause like this, I think this, I, I think literally the next thing, it tease that the next issue was like consequences because like, that's like a thing that I'm really enjoying about this run is that it, it is largely about like, like these first two issues are, we're seeing, you know, John Kent, figuring out the kind of Superman he wants to be is like, is like kind of like the first two issues of it, of of someone, like you said, truth, justice, and a better world, his, his current motto. Um, And now having to see like these consequences that he's going to have to face of like, like, and, and even in this one, like, and immediately, like, you know, like he, he brought him in and like, was like, cool, you guys are safe. And then they were immediately thrown in handcuffs yeah, and he basically had to like talk the like Metropolis police down to just like detaining them without handcuffs, but still getting detained.
2: Well, I mean, that's that was one of my favorite parts too about this this issue is when, especially when he was talking to his dad on the moon, and when he's talking to Clark on the moon. Uh, Clark was like, "Well, I'm not even from like I'm not from here. I'll protect it, and I'm I I sh- I will never rule. I don't want to. Like, it's not my place, but like." You're from here. You're, this is your world. You should protect it. How would you want to protect it? Like, that kind of thing. And so, like, exactly just what you're, what you're talking about, trying to find his own way. And, like, such a great way. Because half the time, he's not even fighting anyone. Like, I don't no, think he's really fought anyone yet. That's, like, that's, this is, well, this is all him just talking right. everyone down. Two, this is phenomenal. Two
1: issues. We, we've had two issues so far. He hasn't thrown a single punch. And that's what I find, like, most interesting. Is that, like, he's mostly, like, deflecting stuff or, yeah, just, like, trying Catching to talk bullets. down. Yeah, well, yeah, the first I issue, kept he kept literally
2: hugged us. the person down from an inferno, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like to, to calm himself down from the oh, yeah. firepower. Like he just yeah. came up and like, it's fine, I got you, no worries, you can't yeah, it, hurt me, it, it, it's fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah, you can't hurt me. I don't want to hurt you. It's it's yeah. he, he he's very big into conflict resolution and de escalation. Yeah, um, and like and like everything yeah, exactly. And like that's like what that's what sort of like what I'm enjoying about it is that like I I, I obviously like. Bendix is probably going to send something after him that he will have to punch, but it's right. it's 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 in you know it's in what he was talking about with Clark on the moon of like he doesn't want to he has he is more powerful than most anyone else generally on Earth that isn't you know already on par with Superman, yeah. uh, but he doesn't want to use he doesn't want to lord that power over anyone else he wants to use what he can do to help people and not just cause more problems and like that's. But I think what's interesting about this is you're showing that even, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, so that even when he's not, you know, inciting violence, he's still having to deal with these, like, with the, the, the like, political, you know, weavings of, you know, now now he's caused an international incident, and Henry Pendix wants him dead. Um, right. And so it'll be interesting to kind of see in this next issue what the fallout of him doing this is going to be. Just asking yeah.
2: those questions in general I think is really great, yeah. especially in a oh, Superman yeah. book, because I know that's uh, people's big gripe with Superman usually is that he's just you know, too OP, too overpowered, right? And, like, he really doesn't do much else besides punch some stuff. So taking that kind of concept and being like, no, Superman can do this too. Like, Superman can, can be the, the voice what? of reason instead yeah. of the, the fist of justice, you know, kind, kind, of, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and and that's, I think I think, something that I think Clark tells him in this issue, which is... You know, like you're you're gonna be told a lot of uh, what like what what comes up that you're gonna be you're gonna be judged for what you choose not to do mm-hmm. when you have when you have the ability to do all everything you can, and there's gonna be people who are going to judge you for not being everywhere at once and for for helping everyone all the time, but you're still obviously right. gonna help them.
2: Which is crazy because that's exactly what his not in a really crazy judgmental way, but John did that a second like before that whole conversation. He asked him, "Why don't you do more, Dad? Like, why aren't you doing more?" And that's exactly what Clark is talking about. Yeah.
0: Um, on the flip side, that was DC. Uh, I want to use this good transition talking about the themes that are being taught talked about in United States of Captain America number three. Did you guys read that one?
1: Yeah, I did. missed
2: out on this one. I was flipping through it, but I didn't have a chance yeah. to read
0: it yet. This I like the series so far. The series is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's good. And uh, I, I know that people had talked about how do we feel about this Native American character wearing the American flag? How would he feel about that? And it does mm-hmm. talk...
1: Uh, a little yeah, it, bit gets, it, it gets it gets it gets addressed, and again, like yes. I said, and again, the thing the thing that I'm liking about this too is that sort of like with the Marvel Voices anthology, the way that this series is kind of being written is like the the a story of the thing is being written by one team, and then yeah. the backup story for each issue concerns whatever member of the captains they meet in that issue being yeah. written by someone of the community. The first, you know, Aaron, yeah. when when Aaron was met, the first issue, it was, you know, someone of the LGBTQ community. And the second issue, it was, you know, uh, an African-American writer. And this one, it's Darcy Little Badger, who's an award-winning uh, Native American author. Mm. Um, and so, like, and that, that's, like, kind of, like, it's also interesting because, like, this, while, you know, while so far the captains we've met have had, an influence from Cap in one way or another, like Aaron. You know, Aaron just talking about kind of like you know taking the inspiration of Cap, sticking up for the little guys. Um, Nichelle from the second issue talking about how she she actually took inspiration from Isaiah Bradley and mm-hmm. of working on the ground and working in her community to fight like for yeah. that. And then Joe Gomez in this one uh, having literally a direct line to Captain America um, because Cap saved his life once. And so he, he decided to, you know, have his fancy dance outfit inspired yeah. by captain after the, the kind of the captors. And he, and he talks about that too, about how like, it's, you know, it's, it's, there is definitely like a lot of, you know, trauma about idolizing a white guy calling himself captain America as, you know, as, as someone, you know, as, as a kick, as, as a native American. And, you know, it's, it, it 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 gets talked about, but it's it's a great issue, and you get you get to kind of see you know, it, it's very clear that like Joe Gomez is both like a fan of Captain America, and again like has like a direct line like the the the, the backup story for this one is about how he's a construction worker in this New Mexico town, and the, someone has hired the wrecking crew to come in, and right. just destroy buildings so that essentially kind of like the two literally like level and gentrify the place. Um, And he, and so one of the members attacks the construction site that Joe is working on. And Joe manages like hit him with a steel beam and knock him off guard and almost falls to his death, but Cap is there to catch him. Um, And so that, that, that is like the inspiring moment for Joe Gomez to act as, you know, join up with the captains and, getting in on that
0: yeah uh what i like about this whole run is that first things first it's saying that anyone can be captain america right mm-hmm. that yeah, captain america yeah. is not just one person it's all of us if we choose to serve our communities and we don't need like, superpowers to serve like our that. communities yes you I know like that. Com- community yes exactly right uh and and it's something interesting that like nightwing has touched on where it's like nightwing has a billion plus dollars but like where can he serve does he have to change the world maybe he can just change bloodhaven he can help bloodhaven mm-hmm. right the homeless uh, population in bloodhaven and and just because you don't have all the riches in the like in the world doesn't mean you can't serve a community so you have these three characters so far that are serving it in different ways. The first character serves uh, uh, the railway community, right, and and the transient community, right, and then the second one helps the the um, uh, the people on the street with protests, specifically protesting, petitioning. Mm-hmm. She does her part, and then Joe Gomez is mis- is I don't want to say Mister Fix It because that's the Hulk, but yeah. right, like he's that guy though. If you have something you, you need fixed. You call him, and he's there to serve. And I think serving the community in whatever way makes you Captain America. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: it's 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 like I said, it's a really interesting series that is, you know, in, in its in its heart, like like literally in 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 the meta of it as well, like discussing the legacy of Captain America, both by like eventually bringing in John Walker, which we'll probably see possibly in the next issue because uh, at the end this one we get Bucky joining the team. Um, but of, of you know of the four four of the men who have held the title of Captain America and as they chase, you know, the these two villains across the country to try to stop them as they attempt to sully the reputation of Captain America as much as they can yeah. by having one of them dress like Cap and use his shield to commit, you know, acts of terrorism essentially. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's interesting how, like, yeah, there's a thread of this that's just classic superhero, like, <laughs> let's cross the country and chase after these villains, and that's well,
2: it, yeah. but you really, to that's, like,
1: out. 10% of the comic,
2: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. it's the intro, it's, like, the, yeah, it's, it's it's, right. in.
1: It, it's, it's also, yeah, it, it, it's really also, like, a, a thing that I'm liking about it, too, is that it is really, and, like, like, Steve Rogers kind of got a bit of this, a similar thing following Secret Empire where he had to kind of rebuild his brand after the evil cat. Yeah. He he was touring the country then too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. And and so, but in like this one is like really examining like, you know, the communities that he doesn't. And like that, it's a point of that he is going to places that he specifically wouldn't normally have a reason to go to because they're not the big target areas that tend to get hit by supervillains or aliens or anything like that. So it's, it's, it's these communities that he's seeing, you know, both that, like, and, and like, and again, like he, he's learning that he has to like, you know, he, he, the feeling for him is like, I have to be better. I gotta be better about like being, if, if, if I'm gonna wear this, the stars and stripes and I am going to espouse that I am here for everybody, I have to try mm-hmm. better about being there for everybody. And like Joe Gomez, even in this issue, Tells him like, "Hey, you don't gotta be like my hero. Like, I, I, I I've like you, you've like inspired, like, like you've inspired me to like want to be better for my community." And it's like that's, that's like, you know, it, it, it's it's like Steve gonna see that even like Sam, like in in, in the last issue with the uh, shell, um, kind of like like be, like where she tells him like, "You you have like aliens to fight and stuff. And you can't you can't be." Here all the time when we need you. That's like why the captains exist is to have this you know community, this group of people wanting to help their communities however they can, and you know taking up the imagery of Captain America is an easy signifier of that.
0: Yeah. Um, there. I mean, there's there's just so many good comics right now. God, jeez. I I was just thinking about how this this series when it's compiled into a trade, I. I, I think 5, 10, 20 years from now, like, teachers are going to be using more comics in their schools. I really hope so. And I, hope think, so. That, I, and hope I so. think that this might be a good comic for junior high uh, social studies, super junior high history class, mm-hmm. right? Because history is more than just history. It's like the ramifications of everything in history comes to today. Mm-hmm. And I sure. think mm-hmm. that this show or this uh, comic really shows that right like it, it's really i mean yeah yeah. Oh, yeah i mean disenfranchised communities didn't just happen right now right they they've been they've been broken down over time through history and set up in that way and i think that like more comics should be taught in schools which <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every <laughs> every time i do this show i come up with more work for me to do but good. i don't know you're a good i don't fight sir i i would love to comprise a list of of, of of comic books that should be taught in schools to different age groups and then on the list write like why you know what I mean sure, like sure. what yeah. is it what concepts are it tackling and what age group would this be good for and what subject matter would this be good for and I think it would be cool to like put together a list like that if you guys ever have any any suggestions I let me you know maybe is- Maybe we do like a, a shared ones. Google Doc if you guys yeah, feel like it's ridiculous, and it's like on your own time. Just add add in a book, add what uh, what what subject matter that could because like Ambrosia uh, Ambrosia, Kep, uh, you know, frequent guest of the show, and Brian Long, frequent guest of the show. They both teach, and yeah. so I don't know what ages they teach, but like uh, a lot of teachers should be teaching these these books because the concepts sink in better when you like what you're reading.
2: Especially comics that are coming out, like, in the past, like, 10 years. you And, you know, 10, 10 to 15 years, right? I mean, you have, like... I wouldn't probably go back to gold, silver age books too, too much. No. So, but it's, like... Stuff that's been like the past, like, like 20 years, probably is, is going to be like the stuff that's going to be like is, is, is the progressive material that's really kind of diving into different cultures and different individuals and different stories <laughs> of those individuals to give them more of a voice, especially like those. A lot, there's been a huge increase in autobiographical memoirs and comics, which has been amazing, yeah. like Fun Home or uh, Persephone. Um, per- yeah, beautiful yeah. books. And so there's just a bunch of amazing, amazing creators out there. And yes, they'll show. I mean, I don't know if you could teach those in, I don't know, but they should be taught anyways. So, you know, like there's a bunch yeah. of different stuff. There's a bunch of superhero stuff. I love that you mentioned they're the on they America stuff. that come out. Yes, I completely agree. That can easily be taught in a wide variety of different age ranges. So that's really cool. Right, right.
0: Um, Michael, did you read Amazing Spider-Man?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, that story, this, <laughs> um, I'm looking, it's, it's almost coming to an end. Uh, this this the storyline coming up right now because we're gonna get uh um beyond, yeah. Uh, Uh, boy Ben Riley, we're getting getting Ben
1: Riley back. Uh, Are we getting Ben Riley
0: back? Last time I saw Ben Riley, last time I saw Ben Riley, conspiracy. No, it's after that. He got his own series. Yeah. Yeah. And he was trying to be good, and he was good. And then in the final issue, they were like, "Nah, I just want to be bad," and he was bad. Well, that's, then, where it that's ends. why that's
1: that's why I'm interested with this because what what it looks to me be, because I also saw like it pop up in I think like the November solicits for Marvel which mm-hmm. all of all of the November solicits look incredible because we're going to get incredible. stuff incredible. Yeah, we 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 we're, 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 we're going to get stuff like you know the dark hole which I can't wait for, you know more dark ages. Mm-hmm. Uh we're getting again like Spider-Man Beyond which is another story where Ben Riley is going to be taking over for a while as Spider-Man mm-hmm. after Peter Parker, um, presumably steps away, or who knows, Something maybe happens, maybe yeah. maybe maybe Sinister War will end and he'll get killed. You never, you, you, you never He's know gonna die again. Though. I don't know. Hey, you they, never they,
2: know. They've shown us like a, a teaser pick of him in like a in a in a hospital bed with Mary Jane on the side. So mm-hmm. something's probably gonna happen to him. But yeah, I mean we see that it's Ben Riley in the what is the, the free free combo day issue. He like yep takes off his mask. Like, hey, it's Ben. Oh,
1: okay. Like, okay. plus yeah, Patrick no, Leeson's I'm, doing I'm the auto for... which
2: I'm excited about.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for Ben Riley to come back.
0: Yeah, um, are you are you guys not a fan of Sinister War right now? Because I am. <laughs> I'm cool so idea. confused. I'm so confused because <laughs> they have the twist that Kindred is Harry Osborne. Yeah. and then there's another twist that there's also another Harry Osborne and maybe a third. Uh, I think there's a third Harry Osborne Yeah,
1: there, there's, there's at least, Kindred. There's at least... Yeah, there, there's Kindred, there's the Harry Osborne that we saw in the Amazing Spider-Man series after he had been, like, cured of the goblin serum, but had, like, okay. memory loss. Yeah. He couldn't remember yeah. who he was. Yeah. Uh, but then he regained his memory, and he was able to, like, try to save Normie Osborne, but, like, couldn't save him when, like, Red Goblin was happening, and he yeah. became just, like, a mini version of that for Norman Osborne, okay. And then after all that, I guess was hunted down and like locked away in a tomb or killed by yeah. this, this new Harry Osborn who is presuming to be the Harry Osborn who was killed years ago and, and I guess went to hell um and is now working for Mephisto to try to get back at Spider-Man for welching right. on the, for reversing the events of one more day. Yeah. Right. But then
0: there's also a dead Harry Osborn that, Carly Cooper I think saw uh, in the morgue or whatever and then this issue specifically is this the issue that says that Norman Osborne made a deal with Mephisto years ago
1: that was a big twist right
0: that's yeah, a big reveal I, yeah. I haven't
1: read the new one but it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't surprise me if that, if that yeah. was part of it is that what happens Michael?
2: yeah I mean to be honest that's who that. hasn't made a deal with Mephisto nowadays to be honest with you well, but it's a huge retcon it's a huge
1: retcon well, yeah. and 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 now, uh, yeah, and then, like now you know, like they're like they're Marvel is very clearly gearing up for some big moves with Mephisto in right. the comics, at least. I mean, yeah, they
2: used him in all because of got, uh, Heroes Reborn and stuff like that yeah, too, we, like because that was,
1: because now we now we have the Council of Red of the multiversal Mephistos all coming together to try to right. overthrow the heroes of every universe, I guess.
0: Yeah, right. Uh I, I, I. The retcon, Justin, is that Norman Osborn made a deal with Mephisto before he ever became successful, and after Harry was born, but before he was successful, he made a deal with Mephisto, and and then his memories erased, and everything just comes up Norman, but he's cursed with suffering, or su- no, something like that, right? No, Harry, Harry is cursed Harry. with suffering. He gives yeah, up yeah. his son uh his son's livelihood so he essentially
1: he essentially essentially sells harry's soul for success yeah
0: yeah right and that has to do with kindred
1: right because maybe the soul that he was sold that that's probably that would make more sense of why there were multiple harry's is that this is the soul that that norman sold that gave it to mephisto and this was a harry that was literally raised in hell yeah um and now is working for mephisto to help get revenge. That's also why Norman Osborn got killed. Um, and like why, and like why he's like hunting down Spider-Man. I think
2: it's not complicated at all kids to get into the comic books. Not at all. Yeah, It's no. all, it's very easy to follow.
1: It's, it's yeah. It's all, all, y'all, all you have to do. We're just going to keep being like, it's this character. And there's going to be about eight footnotes. Yeah, it's fine. The character's name uh, as to like, see this these 18 issues of these two or three volumes of, of Spider-Man to fully understand why this character showing up now is a big deal.
2: Every issue comes with an eight page backstory of yeah. each character. And that's just for the last 20 years. We, you could <laughs> get into the other stuff, but we're not going, we're not even going to touch on it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, did but you guys, uh, so there you go. did you guys read uh, Spider-Man life story annual?
1: No, but I... I it's I, one of my I favorite to... variant covers this week, though. It's a great variant cover, but, like... With, with, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just noticed. I didn't yeah, notice.
2: Behind, there's like, I like, I don't. James Something James is weird right yeah. now. Oh, yeah.
0: I thought you were talking about the, the main cover where the lines of Spider-Man's suit are the jail bars holding J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, the oh, main, no. the main yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's a that's a great cover for sure yeah but yeah the variant cover was hilarious to me yeah the variant cover is cool too uh that one's interesting i won't spoil much other than it's all about like spider man life story takes place over multiple decades this Mm -hmm. is about j jonah jameson's story over multiple decades and his relationship to spider-man and so yeah i I, I, I know i I had seen
1: in uh chib newsletter that he, he had talked about how this this is a story that he had wanted to tell while the uh, while the planning of life story was going on, but he could never find a good place to fit it in in the actual run, so he was happy that he got the chance to tell it in this annual. That's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's worth, yeah. worth telling. Um.
0: Did anyone read Nonstop Spider Man? Because no, I no, have no, not. Yet. I haven't even started Nonstop Spider Man. Yeah. I don't. Look, uh, the- I.
1: It's it's yay. They got J.J. Abrams right. Um. Is it? No, it's like, not. It's no, no, no. I mean, that's different. That's no, that's a different that's, one. Um, yeah, that's what is that?
0: I don't even know what that, that was. Spi- was that but they was gave Spider-Man. up on
2: that. Yeah, <laughs> they it just was, gave like, up on five that. Five issues or something like that. Yeah. Oh, They right, gave yeah. up.
0: It was shit. Nonstop <laughs> Spider Man is different.
2: It shouldn't. It <laughs> shouldn't have been shit though. Like it shouldn't have been. It had such a great creative team. Like JJ Abrams
0: and his son.
2: Yeah, but then also the artist Sarah. I forget her name, but her she is an amazing artist. And that book should have been good, um, and I still it pretend shit. that it is. I still oh, pretend that it is. Oh, it was so bad. It was not it was good, so bad. bad, and it was such non-stop a long
0: Spider-Man. Yeah, but non-stop. Was that Spider-Man. yeah? No, but yeah. So that's Spider-Man, the J.J. Abrams one. Yeah. But what were you gonna say about J.J. Abrams' one? Oh, like it had such a like
2: break. Like, like the, the it got pushed. Each like issue got pushed. Continually got pushed back. Yeah. And it just progressively got worse as it did. So yeah. like, I don't know. That was. Ugh, that was a heartache. But the are nonstop you? one is I kind it's of good. kind of falling out of it. Yeah. I wasn't okay. it just seemed like a just a fun if you're looking for like a just a Spider-Man book, like a fun him doing like some crazy Spider-Man stuff, uh that's that's a cool book put to get into. Um Yeah. It's it wasn't it's not grabbing me as much as I'm sure some other people are right
0: now. Yeah. I don't want to derail the conversation too much, but I have a question for you guys and maybe you guys would help me answer it. So uh-huh. when when fox had the rights to x-men ike perlmutter was like uh we're just gonna reduce the x-men comics and we're gonna raise the inhuman comics and we had so many inhuman comics and such little x-men comics and let's like kill the x-men and you know blah 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 blah, blah. but and, and in a weird way and then like they canceled the fantastic four comic and that sort of thing right mm-hmm. and it was like well what's the point of that the move the comics aren't driving people to movies movies are driving people to the comics so why would you do that uh, but now Sony and Marvel or Sony and Disney still have shared custody of Spider-Man movie rights.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I have, uh, cause the new Spider-Man trailer came out and like, I'm part of me is afraid that this is the last MCU Spider-Man movie. Um, and there are signs or, you know, red flags kind of popping up where it's like, Oh, it could be, this could be it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but,
1: why are there still a lot of Spider-Man comics? Have they learned their mistake? I, I, no, I think, honestly, I think what it has been is that, like, consistently, Spider-Man has, I think, always been, like, the f- uh, really and honestly the face of Marvel Comics. Like, right. even more so than Captain America or Iron Man. Like, like, again, Iron Man, barely anyone outside of, like, the dedicated comic book reader's knew who iron man was in 2008 right. like when they announced they would they would be making an iron right. man movie um I, I think spider-man has always been one of the big sellers like it's in like spider-man and the x-men have been like the two biggest sellers for marvel well yeah and i mean i think, that, I, think the... I think you're what's that
2: I mean, still, still the, the, the Batman, ba- Batman and Superman, like, logo is, like, the most identified logo, logos in the world, right? But right. the one of the most highest-selling superheroes in the entire world by, by considerable amount is Spider-Man. Like, right. profit-wise, it makes more money than anything, like, a, a, by a lot. And so, right. like, I think most, most of it had to, I, I, I don't know, I don't have any evidence of this, but it feels, like, more petty than anything. Like, it feels like Disney and Fox just had a beef, right? Sony and, and Disney don't really have that same kind of beef. Right. And Spider-Man okay. comics and stuff sell more consistently than they did. The X-Men were at the time. So Disney was more likely, at to the like, okay, we can cut, we can cut the X-Men stuff yeah. because yeah. also whatever we put in comics, they can use in, in movies and television. So we're just going to, I, we have a beef with them. So we're not going even gonna to even let them right. even get a chance to use anything.
0: Yeah. But X-Men X-Men is always popular though. Maybe they weren't selling good at the time, but like, it used to be that the big things were X uh, were X Men and Spider Man. That was Marvel. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. X Men, Spider Man, and then what? The Hulk, maybe.
2: Well, those probably just got them through the nineties. It's got them through there, yeah. there, their, right. their bankruptcy. X Men and Spider Man <laughs> was X Men and Spider Man, and, and that's like... why
0: those got bought real fast mm-hmm. by Sony and by Fox. But yeah. like, and nobody wanted Iron Man. It's like okay, I think Universal wanted it or whatever. But like, the point being is that. I don't know. It just seems weird to me, you know? But yeah, maybe like said, it's just that they have... can't stop Spider-Man comics.
1: Maybe that's right. Like that's, I think I think it's honestly I think a lot of it what it is is it's it's also interesting to me because I feel like of of most any of like the Marvel books because you you definitely see in the last within the last like 5 to 7 years with the you know, in, in the ongoing emergence and domination of the MCU as a juggernaut of pop culture and media, you saw a lot more comics tying into the movies, even if they weren't adaptations. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, when Falcon and the Winter Soldier was going to come out, Marvel did a Falcon and Winter Soldier miniseries they, that didn't follow the plot of the series, of, like, the, the Disney Plus series but it was a comic called Fopin and the Winter Soldier. Um, And so like you, you see a lot of the properties tend to come up when they have a movie coming up, you know, like, again, like that's why, you know, it's, it's it's not a coincidence that we've had new Shang-Chi and Eternals series this year when we have a Shang-Chi and an Eternals movie, because Yeah. yeah, like as you were saying, it's, it's, it's the movies driving the comics and kind of like in a cyclical nature of wanting to drive up hype for the movies by releasing these comics so that you can be more familiar with these characters when you go see the movie so you have a deeper connection and then you'll yeah. want to keep buying the comics. Yeah, um, right. It, it's, it's, you know, it, it, it's that, but it, it, weirdly, Spider Man seems very almost untouched by the comics. I mean, there is a there is an adaptation series of the video game, but not anything that had like anything to do with like the plots or even the characters much of like homecoming or far from home. They're, right. they're so insular. It's kind of and hard though need, too. That, yeah, like, and, 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 yeah. It's hard. It's, it's hard too because of where the story is. And it's, it's also just like, it, it's, it's very insular. It doesn't need to, to like, it doesn't, you it, it's, it's, you, you are, you will not really ever see or haven't really seen a Spider-Man series whether it's amazing spider-man or spectacular spider-man whatever adjective spider-man you want it, you want it to be that'll be like selling low enough where they feel the need to try to like jazz it up by tying it into like a movie or anything it's it's, right it's its own it's its own thing it can go yeah and there's trust in the creative teams of you know your your amazing spider-man your mouse morales spider-man your spider-gwen ghost spider book you know like, like, like you have it's also one of the ones that has like the spin-off books are as successful as the core title. And you yeah. don't really see that with a lot of comics. Like I, I wouldn't even call like the X, the series of X books going on right now in the reign of X series mm-hmm. to be like really spin-off books. There's all X books that are interconnected. Right. Um, but like, you know, like you, you, you see, you know, like, like, you know, Batman, I think is the only other hero who really has as many like, like subsidiary books, yeah, in the comics world, because you know you have your Batman, your Detective Comics, your Nightwing, your Robin, your Harley Quinn. Uh, like you have like right. you have, like, all of these, and like but like all like those will have like mixed mixed success. Like some people like one more than the other, but like every one of like like the the like most like almost all of these Spider Man spinoff books have have been good, and it's, it's because yeah. this is consistently a recognizable title that people will yeah. gravitate to if if, if you know if, if you're looking for new readership kids know who spider-man is and will just pick right. up a spider-man book off the shelf kids aren't going to know who the hell dark uh who dark hawk is <laughs> dark hawk like, they this, should. this is this, and, they, and they should and like <laughs> if, if i may segue this week's yeah. new release is actually a perfect introduction <laughs> if you're at all interested in Darkhawk. Like what that if I'm next? on? I what know, if I'm so on So good! That Hawk. was so good. Oh, <laughs> um, got me pumped I, I, for Darkhawk just I now. Will, I will, I will sell sell you on Darkhawk. Which is if if it's a character, if you look at the cover and you think it's a cool looking character, you should pick up the book. Um, okay, especially because this is a brand new Dark Hawk as well. It's not like a continuing, it's not a pickup, it's a brand the new character. last guy's dead, right? Adam well, of well, Avengers Arena? Well, oh, no! That, you know, it, no well, is, that. is he? Is he? Um, that's like <laughs> the big tease at, at like the back of the book that um, is... Uh, I don't even know Dark about. Hawk
0: enough to know who's been brought back or who hasn't. I, all I know about Dark Hawk is when he was in Avengers Arena and oh, he, he get, dies he... and Chase gets that diamond. That's yeah, all
1: I know. Yeah, well, and and that's the thing. There was like a um, there was like a setup part of uh, like like last month I think it was. There was kind of a, a setup for this new series uh, issue called uh, Heart of the Hawk because it was it was the thirtieth anniversary of Dark Hawk's creation, and yeah, so okay. the original the original team came back and wrote a story for it, and there was a couple different stories, and this one also set up this you know the this new series and it's it's it follows uh, a new character okay excuse me um who uh is um he's uh he's like a high school basketball star connor young uh he's a high school basketball star he's slated he's got he's got a full ride scholarship to empire State university he's, he's he has like a very popular like kind of like he's like a tiktoker kind of like he posts like videos and people follow him for that too um okay. But one day he he starts getting these weird dizzy spells. And one day while he's out for like a morning jog, he just fully collapses and like hits his head hard on the sidewalk. Uh. And so they take him into the doctor and they run some tests on him. They do an MRI on him and they find out that he has multiple sclerosis. Um, And so he's like, that's like, that's, that's it. Like I can't, they're going to take away my scholarship. I can't play basketball anymore. This is the this is the end of my career before it even starts um, and you know while, while he's like leaving like the you know the, the first game before he gets a diagnosis he runs into a guy who was like the last big player out of their high school who is now back in town and like he couldn't hack it in like the college league or get any professional prospects so he's back working for his dad or uncle's bar um, mm-hmm. and there's been like a series of robberies happening around town of a gang with like futuristic weaponry um and you know what, you know a- after getting his diagnosis uh connor's out just like kind of you know lamenting his current existence and how he'll he'll never be able to really have like you know, the life he had and like the life he wanted uh and then uh the dark hawk amulet falls out of the sky blows up like a warehouse that's next to him, he runs in to help try to get the people out of it, and then has another, like, MS episode, and collapses, and manages to, like, barely, like, grab onto the amulet, which immediately transforms him into Darkhawk, and then he, you know, he flies off, he saves, like, the last, like, person who was in the building, ends up running into this mysterious gang that is, you know, trying to do a robbery and managing to stop them, and then, you know, the, you know, obviously the you know the, the in in in, in traditional Scooby Doo fashion, the uh, former basketball star who's in town is kind of running this gang, that's, that's running running these operations. Yeah. And you know orders orders them to go after Darkhawk, and it's 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 a it's a really interesting hook for for a first for a first issue. It's a it's a nice reintroduction. You know, you you get like a little bit of Night Hawk action, but he still has to you know try to figure out like what's going on, why is this happening. Um, and the the writer promises that there will be answers to what happened to the previous Darkhawk. Like, like okay. he's 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 not dead. He's he's around, Darkhawk. but we don't know where he is at the moment.
2: Yeah, Darkhawk is such a crazy character. First off, he is like. Why, he, should why should I care?
0: Why should I care about Darkhawk?
2: I just love that he used to start off as just, like, this Earth hero, right? Because, I mean, the original one, like, his body switches, right? And his consci- he switches with an android, and his consciousness mm-hmm. goes into the android body, right? And that was and the original, yeah. That was the original one, right? And- oh, Which is okay. really cool. That's a cool concept. I didn't know right? that So too, he's fighting was, with, yeah. and then the android body has, like, a bunch of different powers, and it was originally Earth, Earth. And- but then eventually, like, it didn't fit too well, and so they moved him to space, and that just made more sense that he's, like, this space hero and joins up with the Guardians every once in a while, right? Right. And so, like... I'm really excited to kind of see more more of that, but it seems like he's going to be be back on Earth, which is going to be pretty pretty fun too.
1: Yeah, but he ha- he what has it? like he has like really cool. He has like, it's it's sort of like I would say it is like one of the more like almost Power Ranger y yeah. kind of Definitely. superheroes that Marvel has because it, it he literally like gets the like Super Sentai suit and he has like yeah energy wings that he can fly with and he can, like, use as a shield and he uses, he like, laser claws, like Wolverine mm-hmm. uh, that he can use right. to, like, slash at people. Okay.
2: Just right. really whatever he needs at the time, he kind of, like, dabs to. Like, yeah. it's, it's he's, 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 he's a crazy, like, he definitely was always, like, a third second-tier hero, but, like, he's grown. Wait, he's gotten this, like, second, cult, he's right? he's gotten, like, this cult following, especially, like, mm-hmm, especially probably. in the past, like, ten years, Um, just from, like, a comic collector standpoint as well, like, his his first appearance is number one. Like it was nothing for the longest time price wise. And now it's just like, just out of no, out of nowhere too. Like no one was talking about him being in anything. No one was even talking about a new series. Just all of a sudden everyone yeah. wanted his, his book and it skyrocketed just because I think it was nostalgia
1: factor from the nineties. Yeah. It has been 30 years right. since he debuted and, and he was introduced in his first issue as like the hero of the nineties. Um yeah. Definitely Which was, was. like saying a lot, given from Marvel, given that they were also <laughs> about to like debut like Deadpool and Cable and yeah, like all these other characters. So much
2: shoulder pads, The, man. the like, rest of the new uh, warriors. Also, yes. Cable.
1: Cable came out
2: this week too. Yeah. This you okay, are yeah. so good at transitions. It's like you know what you're doing. Oh, now we're it's, in Cable. Here we it's go. A gift. It's a gift. Um, I
0: I read two pages <laughs> of Cable. I read two pages of Cable and I had to like bow out because I'm. I'm not that interested in Cable. I'm going to be honest.
1: Older pads I, are back, he, man. I really... I, here, here's, here's here's the trick of it for me. It's that, you know, now now obviously, you know, we, we got rid of Kid Cable, so now we're back to gone, yeah. regular old Cable. Is
0: Kid Cable gone? What happened to him? Oh, yeah.
1: At the end of his series, old Cable came back. He essentially kind of got like... More or less, he got aged back up to being old Cable while retaining the memories of his time as kid cable. So like this yeah. is uh-huh. it's it's and so this is he looks obviously exactly like old cable does because he is cable. But yeah. now he's just been aged up from when he was kid cable uh to being back to kind of his older self.
2: Exactly like the cable yeah. that he killed before. Yeah, but yeah. now it's not him. It's, but now, it's, not it's him. now it's cable. a
1: different cable um who has like a, a variety of arms and what he refers to as his armory. Yeah, um, I did like that I like that yeah $5. i i i i I will say I love Al Ewing al Ewing very yeah. much understands the like very like nineties monologuey kind of feel of cable yeah. uh he makes a lot of good pouch jokes uh said. in this issue cable does he makes a lot of references to the fact that he he has a lot of pouches on his on his person. Yeah.
0: The pouches um, are but, for
1: bullets. I yeah. read that part. Yeah. I read that uh, Yeah. They, they they um I will say that, like, like honestly the, the I will say the big um the big selling point on or, or really of this issue for me though is the the, the new team of exterminators. Yeah with Cannibal um, yeah. with Cannonball and Boom Boom and yeah. his kid from Sword and uh, Carl of of the Burning Sands from Araco mm-hmm. uh, and uh Layla Cheney uh is in as well. Okay. Um and so it, it's also like sure, tele, say, teleporter think, right yeah, mm-hmm, yeah yeah rockstar and teleporter yeah um, rockstar rockstar teleporter yep yeah. uh but but it's also i will say too like the interesting thing about it is that like this isn't as far as i know this isn't a new series this is just the like one-off tie-in to the current uh last annihilation event that's going on yeah. Yeah. in the cosmic books like between this guardian sword um, there's a few other I think like one offs coming up as part of it yeah. as well. Yeah. Um but yeah, it, it is I, I just I just really liked it because it was also I I also like I love Cannonball. Cannonball is one of my absolute oh, I was about favorite to say
2: characters. me 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 too. I'd love to see it. Especially when they're talk, trying to talk about the name when the up- mm-hmm. name of the team. Or X Force. No X Force is taken. We can't yeah, There's already an X Force. <laughs> it's already an X Force. You, you can't So they it. are
1: exterminators? Yeah. yeah, they're yeah, they're they're the new they're, they're yeah, they're the new exterminators. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, and and like and like it's also pretty, there's another fun kind of moment where um, Abigail Brand, in order because like basically what I I, I have to now I have to go and like look into what the final the like last annihilation is, but it appears once again to have something to do with Mephisto. Um, uh, no, uh, last annihilation is
0: taking place in Guardians of the Galaxy right now. Yeah. Dormammu, Dormammu, Dormammu that's has accessed he he's accessed our dimension through hmm. ego, the living planet. Yeah. So, Dormammu's head is the size of a planet. And then in the most recent Guardians of the Galaxy book, they were like, oh, yeah, there was a way that Galactus gave Ego a way to manifest a body. And then they're like, wait, what? And then it's Dormammu (laughs) manifested a body for a planet sized head. Uh, And they're uh, like, well, well, shit. And Uh, that's what, and that's what, like,
1: so, like, this, this issue is about them essentially sword helping to work by assembling this giant gun and building this massive <laughs> yeah. this this massive bullet um yeah uh, in order to shoot at ego's head um yeah. and but the, the there, there's a real there's a real fun bit that I kind of like in it where um Abigail talks about how they had to bring in like a specialist to help with like the planning and logistics of a job like this and it's rocket um yeah. oh I love and, that his interaction with it yeah uh, yeah and and he, and he comes in and he's like yep I'm Rocket. I know. I look like a raccoon. Go ahead and get it out of your system before we can start working. And yeah, Cable just like hops to and salutes him. He's like, "You're a legend in my time." (laughs) Um, He's like, "It's it's an honor to work with you." Um, And he's like, "It's it's it's like it's like because of what we do here that he becomes a legend." Oh my god, Um, so much, so much. And Rocket, yeah, Rocket is like confused, but like pleasantly. He's like, "All right, I can work with this. Sure, okay, okay, yeah." I think it was also. I I, think. Sorry. Oh,
0: I was just going to say real quick. I like the fact that, like, in in Marvel, the Gunnut characters like each other. I just oh, yeah. there's like, yeah, Gunnut. They're a community, right. man. Like, it's. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Uh, I thought it was a missed opportunity a little bit, though, at the end of it, because you get the giant bullet, right? I was kind of mm-hmm. hoping they would kind of draw back to like the Josh Whedon, amazing, uh, staunch oh, X-Men run yeah. where Kitty was stuck in that giant bullet, you know, galaxy sized <laughs> bullet. I thought that would have been cool once I saw that, but no, they just make their own giant bullet. Why not? Yeah. They just, yeah. they
1: just need rocket to help make its giant bullet for a gun. That whiz kind That makes sense. Like that yeah, whole it it it, it all, it all, it all follows. <laughs> logic, all, all day. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, uh,
0: let's, Uh, I want to leave some time for indie comics and then time to wrap up. Uh, But before we get to indie comics, are there any uh, uh, DC or Marvel comics uh, that we have yet to talk about? Some big ones or ones that we really need to get off our chest? Uh, Uh, I'll let Michael choose one or Justin choose one first and then Michael. Michael go first. first.
2: Uh, I was going to say Robin five. I really want to talk about Robin five.
0: Yeah. That, yeah, 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 That
2: book, if anyone is not reading Robin right now, and this is coming from, like, I, it's not that I wasn't a Damien fan. Like, I really did, I do enjoy Damien, especially right. after the after the New 52, uh, before he was kind of annoying to me. But, like, now he gave right. him purpose. But this series in particular is so good. Like, it, it's it's just the right amount of teen angst without being, like, annoying. Um, yeah. It's so much of that. Plus, it's just Damien... Finding himself, and you get Chill Raz. Chill Raz Al Ghul is perfect. It needs to be on a shirt uh, first off, uh, which is amazing. Yeah, I have love we talked about that.
0: him? Have we talked about him yet? Uh, you I'm and sh- I on, I'm on sure a previous we have. episode.
2: Yeah, I'm sure Roz we have. Raz Al
0: Ghul. By the way, you say Raz. I say Raish. I've Raish. Always, Raish. always said Raish. Chill. I mean, Chil, some people
2: Chil say Chill. 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 Raish, Raish. Chil, yeah. Chil, Chil Raish yeah. is um, the greatest. He, he
0: looks like Oded Fair. You know <laughs> Oded Fair how yeah, he looks yeah. now, or even how he looked in the Mummy, like. Like, it was the greatest like, thing. Like, if you're into it, he's like daddy vibes, right? Yeah, Not like he's, you know. And then like him and Goliath unfair. just
2: chilling together. It's just great. Yeah.
0: Uh, but th- anyway, he should play him as well. Yeah.
2: Saying. But th- this this issue in particular, like, because Robin is. is is set off on his own to try to not just necessarily improve himself. He's, he's trying to be a hero in his own way. He really is. He's, he's kind of, it seems like he's getting past that whole, like, I need to prove that I'm Robin thing, right? I'm the best Robin, or I can do this. I'll be Batman eventually. It's kind of past that a little bit. He's, Definitely his own thing, especially because he he's in Checkmate as well. He without Batman, yeah. it's just Robin. Batman's not in Checkmate. Robin is in Checkmate as one of the Ron, main heroes. Yeah. So he's yeah. he's finding his own journey um, as being his own hero, very much like like Rich, uh, Dick Grayson did as, uh, when he became Nightwing. And this one, he's on the, this Lazarus Island in this Lazarus tournament, and he's trying to find out what's what's going on with this. And he he gets pulled off for more training to like kind of level himself. So that's what uh, Chill Race was. That was part of it, and then. All the Robins, former Robins, come back. Which I actually, side note, I loved because they actually yeah. included Stephanie Brown in yeah. there, and they never usually do when they're talking about the Robins. So that was really yeah. cool, and she had a lot to say actually, which I loved. They were trying to connect to him, bring him back, and he was just like taking each one of them out, which is really cool. Yeah, with comments too,
0: right?
2: Oh yeah, like comments. Didn't galore. he comment?
0: Didn't he comment on like Tim and Stephanie breaking up? Like he was like, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're, you're so taking a break,
2: right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the whole thing break. with Jason. Jason and just gives him a hug, right? Just like, oh, but you're the emotional one, right? And yeah. oh, that, that was cool. But then just him, just him and having a conversation with, and with Dick and just having them, that one line particular, right? When he's like, mm-hmm. we, we all start off at Bruce's Robin, but you were my Robin. You were my Robin. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. God, and it shows the, the Grant Morrison uh, Robin uh, in the background, right? Batman yeah. Robin run. And that, it was so meaningful, because especially, they all he won was their trust. He's like, I can do this, let me do this. And Dick's like, Yeah, of course, we got you. No worries. And it was, oh, it was such, especially when they uh, mentioned back to Tim, um, Tom King's uh, Batman run where Damien witnesses um, uh, the death of Alfred, mm-hmm. right? Just yeah. right in front of him and how that actually does, did affect him. Because in this whole series, you, he's he's either hallucinating maybe that's what it seems like but I don't know maybe he's not he's hallucinating uh, like his conscience has become conscience has become Alfred and so yeah. this has been a really really cool series and I highly recommend this book it's just it's so there's so much to it it's such a cool book
0: yeah yeah uh, I like this one, and that Lazarus tournament was a cool idea. It's a cool premise. I'm yeah. glad they rested that premise for two issues, issues four and five. They rested that premise, which is fine, because we don't need a whole Mortal Kombat movie for this. <laughs> sure. It's like, it was first three issues, then we get four and five, which is a little bit different. Now he's back to the tournament, and it's the final stage in the tournament. where Yeah, the you... pacing's great. great. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, and I think it works really well. Also, the designs for these for all these characters and everything is really cool. And mm. Connor Hawk is back. Connor Hawk, Yeah. Connor Hawk. I'm, uh, I'm oh. building a Connor Hawk cosplay uh, uh, right Connor now. Connor Hawk. And I got most of it. I got most of it. There's a couple of things I need to do, but uh, uh, I'm putting together a cosplay. So when I, maybe LA Comic-Con, maybe I'll have it for that.
1: Um,
0: oh, yeah. But Robin number five. Uh, uh, yeah, it's good. And also it's nice to see Damien. Cause Damien originally was like, I'm not Robin. And then now he's like, I'm Robin. So yeah. yeah, I love it's, that. It's kind of nice
2: because Nightwing says that he's like Rob, Damian, Wade. He's like, well, once you use my real?" I'm Robin. Say I'm Robin. Yeah, and so yeah. that was that was a really cool thing too. Yeah, um, so we have we have two official Robins now because Tim Drake's also Robin right now too. So
0: is he currently Robin? Yeah, he's currently Robin. I know he is. He, he went from he two went R's on. to one
2: R. He went from two R's to uh, one R.
0: Okay. Yeah, on uh, his, on his crest, he is the only one R now. Okay. All right. I I need to, I I mean, yeah. Somebody was saying, and I, this is something I want to ask you. Somebody was saying that, well, I've heard it two ways. That Damien should be Nightwing's Flamebird. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Or somebody was saying Tim Drake's already in the Nightwing series. Tim should be Flamebird to Nightwing's Robin. Or uh, Nightwing's Nightwing. Basically, that one of them should be, stop being Robin and be Flamebird and team yes. up with Dick let's and i let's, can
2: see let's it both ways that. yes let's, let's let's dissect that i yeah. i i oh i feel like i'm talking with justin yeah thoughts on yours i totally forgot man please please oh, no,
1: no, no. i, I can tune I you into, finish, into this finish finish
2: what you were gonna say okay well uh <laughs> i yes if you're if, if i'm gonna have to choose if i'm gonna have to choose yeah. i like tim as robin i do i think damien is a good Robin. i think damien works very well with Dick Grayson so if we're going that route then yeah I think maybe he should be Nightwing to Flamebird I think he should be his Flamebird and that, yeah. that can kind of give him a little more passion behind it right and that kind of that that whole uh because the the Kryptonian legend of Flamebird right that kind of maybe fits more with with Damon anyways and Tim works well in my opinion more with Bruce in a little bit right in that kind of capacity um but to the point of where Tim is with Nightwing right now in his book, anyways. Yeah, I like that too. But I just think anyone works well with Tim, with with Nightwing, anyways.
0: So that might be fun yeah. awesome too. Uh, I would love Tim to work with Barbara because they're both mm. tech heads. Yeah, that's a uh, And good they're combo. both super smart. That's a and I would love. Combo. I mean, I would love Tim to be a. I know Birds of Prey is all about the women, and I get it. But also, Tim is he's supportive. There were he's, guys in he's, Birds
2: of Prey. He's Hawk a, was in Birds of Prey.
0: Oh, yeah, and Savant and like yeah. whatever. Yeah, so Tim would be good on Birds of Prey, um, um, and or whatever, but Tim working with Barbara and and Damien working with Dick would be kind of a nice, uh, kind of a nice thing, but
2: maybe that's it just seems me. like that would be it seems like that would be working because it seems like what they want to do with Batman, right? DC wants to do with Batman right now, doesn't really want to give him too much like partners right now. And yeah. so having the rest of the Bat family team up together, I think, might be really yeah. cool, actually.
0: Yeah. Also, I mean, I like Stephanie and Cass together, like totally. teaming up. Totally. You know what yes. I mean? Uh, so, uh, Justin, did you have any? Did you have any thoughts on that one?
1: Uh, I, I haven't. I've I have been meaning to catch up on the series. I, I know I said it, it, it's. I've I've heard nothing but good things, so I need I need to sit down. It's it's like how the other week I sat down and I read. I think like the first six issues. I caught up on the current on a swamp thing, and I've been really enjoying <laughs> that. Oh, um, it's great. Rom I, I, Rom V has been doing just some Ron killer stuff, made, and it's his. I'm I, I'm really excited because I had seen too that he had said that I think next year. I don't know if it's going to be later this year, but I think next year they're planning on putting together a hardcover of all the uh, current Justice League Dark backup stories that he's doing in the in the Justice League comic. Because um, even in his on, for that.
2: ongoing Justice League Dark was ridiculously good when he took over for James Tynan. Like it was mm-hmm. oh,
1: so good. Um, but, uh, no, the, 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 one that I, I would like to talk about though, that, that we hadn't gotten to yeah. yet, uh, was, yeah. um, Superman versus Lobo, uh, was great. And I yes. very much enjoyed, oh, uh, enjoyed the satire. One. It's, it's satire so satire in it. Oh boy. The anti-savers. Oh boy. <laughs> the anti-savers. Oh, it was so, <laughs> oh, so good. Um, I, I just, I just, you know, I, I'm. Lobo is, is 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 a is a is a comfort character of mine. I can always depend on on Lobo being a comfort character, which I know is a weird thing to say, oh. but I think it's just because of how like he doesn't change. He is he he doesn't learn his lesson. He's not about like getting any sort of like warm and fuzzy. Like the closest you see is if he comes into contact with any cosmic dolphins. But like <laughs> right, it's, it's 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 like he doesn't he care. I, I, it's also why like I very much enjoyed. Uh, Crushing Lobo? The Crushing Lobo, yeah. Like I I I, I, yeah. I enjoyed getting to watch watch that kind of that sort twist of like, that twist at the end of that that issue. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um but uh this especially is just like it's just like I'm I'm just it's just great kind of seeing like Superman kind of being like still kind of perceived as like a bit of a dork, but like still very much Superman, still very much standing up for what he believes in. And Lobo just being a huge jag and just like wanting to like you know kill everything he touches and like wanting to being petty enough to wanting to take down Superman just so because petty. he could. Um and, and doing so by essentially becoming an alt-right YouTuber and yeah. and just telling everybody to look out for themselves and not worry about it, and then having to deal with this army of adaptive androids who mm. end get up getting getting becoming sentient because of the toy maker. Um, Right. And also just like, yeah, yeah, like I'm also like excited, like, you know, I I, I always like getting to see the two of them fight just because it is like, it's, you know, it's an an unstoppable force and an unmovable object. Like, you know, Superman, unless you got any kind of kryptonite on you, you're probably not going to get the better of Superman and Lobo cannot be killed unless it's by another Zarnian, uh, Mm. which, you know, there's currently only really one of those uh, in existence right now besides himself. Um yeah. and uh I, I also just love like the end twist of this issue of this That's magical so water bear who yeah. is the, the the from the seeds of creation of the universe and yeah. he wants to thank the two of them for helping him get back to his normal size and like recenter his mind. So he thanks them yeah. by accidentally set re, re recreating each other's destroyed home planets. And then accidentally sending the wrong one to their planet to their planet. Superman yeah. of Zarnia and Lobo of Krypton. Lobo of Krypton. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So so that's that's how this, this issue ends, is there's like, there's there's this huge like water bear that they yeah. end up fighting on this like alien planet. And yeah. and Superman, Lobo Superman, lo- Lobo sticks that thing up his butt. Yeah, he yeah, he hits like, breaks off. He breaks off like a palm tree because he's enjoying this like fruity drink with like a plastic palm tree in it. Yeah. So he breaks off like a palm tree off a billboard and just shoves it right up, presumably where the water bear's butt is. Yeah. Um, And, but like, and like, and like Superman flies out because he hears like an intergalactic distress signal about it. And like, he tries to connect with the water bear on the board that they're both the last of their kind. And try to like yeah. build there and Lobo's like, No, I'm gonna kill this thing, he's ruining my vacation. Like, I'm yeah. not no. Um, and so then after Superman gets the praise and like ends up like blasting Lobo in the face with his heat vision so bad that it knocks him out for a little while, yeah. Lobo decides he's like, I'm taking out a contract myself on Superman. I'm gonna I'm going out of my vacation's ending, I'm gonna ruin yeah. Superman's life. Um yeah. and so he he comes back to Earth. And there's this like social media, media site called Lexer. Um, yeah. And he grabs a bunch of these adaptive androids from this alien uh, planet and programs them with all the hate and vitriol of the internet. And mm-hmm. has them make like posts on this on this website about how like they were all saved by Superman. They never asked to be saved. They weren't, you know, Superman wasn't considering their fear of heights when they, you know, grabbed them from the top of a building that they were almost, you know, blown off of and like and they call themselves the anti-savers because yeah. they didn't ask to be saved by superman and so they're mad at yeah. him for it yeah. and so they're trying to like spread that rhetoric um yeah and that's how Lobo is trying to get back at superman but they end up like getting corrupted by like nanobots made by the toy maker um which latch on to this conflicting vitriol over because superman realized like the only way to fight it is to get online and like encourage everyone to try to like you know promote positivity post images of cute animals do something good for each other um yeah and try to like bounce out the negativity that way um and then at the end of that the water bear shows back up and he's like oh thanks for your you know superman your kind words and lobo you shoving that palm tree up my butt uh, was just what I needed to kind of reconstitute <laughs> myself and recenter, given <laughs> that we are all in collective. And they're there also being observed by this uh, xenobiologist who is obsessed yeah. with us uh, studying the last huh. of any species.
0: Yeah. And also, um, she's drawn super hot,
1: by the way. Yeah. I just,
0: I you know, <laughs> uh, like, yeah. I don't know uh, why you need
1: to do that, but OK, cool. I, okay. Yeah. Um, hey. But yeah, so the, the water bear shows back up, and it's like, I'm grateful for the two of you And so I decided to, you know, you don't, you you talked about not wanting to be alone anymore. So I I used my considerable power to bring back Zarnia and Krypton. And I'm now going to send you to your home planet so you can get to be with your own kind. So thank you so much, Superman of Zarnia and Lobo of Krypton. And then like Torto teleports them away. Yeah. Uh, So the episode ends with them showing up on each other's now restored home planets.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great Um, book.
0: Yeah. Again, I think it's a good, a good, good uh, idea of like using Lobo for parody because mm-hmm. he was originally created as a Wolverine uh, parody, and mm-hmm. so I think that's 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 a cool way of doing things. Uh, there are more comics. There isn't more time before we get going. Well, first things first. I'm just gonna show some indie comics and just shout them out real quick. We don't have time to talk about them, but these are indie comics that Michael and Justin both read, and I, I wanna I wanna put them up here just so uh, you know you know what to check out. We got Barbaric Three that came out. We, so good. Got King, we got King Spawn number one that we talked about. We got Mom Mother of Madness number. Yeah, the Amelia Clark comic. Two. Amelia
2: Clark, yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, we also got Dark Blood, number two.
2: That book is uh, ridiculously good.
0: Okay. We've got Something is Killing the Children, number nine. Something um, that? 19.
1: No, 20. Um, 19? 19. Oh, okay. I can't see. Yeah. yeah. God, that series okay. is good. And I can't wait for the, the spinoff. off.
2: Okay. Yeah, The House of Slaughter. Yeah. Enter mm-hmm. and, and, and the House of right. Latter, Yeah. So good.
0: Uh, we also got Suicide Jockeys, number one. That was fun. I read it. Okay. Uh, all right uh okay that was fun all right uh we got <laughs> echo lands number one
2: beautiful book beautiful book okay
0: all right um i mean other than that obviously there were other dc and marvel books uh that we don't have time to we kind of did the big stuff but i would rather like encourage uh anyone out there who's watching or listening to go to comic shop and look up the nearest comic shop to you And try to uh, uh, check out what they have because like we've talked about in a previous episode and just episodes past is that comic shops are the pillars of of this industry, of this community. Sure. You can buy your comics online. Sure. You can buy your comics on Amazon or used on eBay, which I personally uh, do. And I'm trying to talk to who I get it from to see we can work out a little partnership for the show. But the point being is like there's a lot of different ways to get comic whether it's the library or the hoopla app that's linked to your library or again comiXology or the dc universe app or the marvel unlimited app like there's a lot of different ways to get your comic books but at the very least like there is brick and mortar shops that need our support out there and without them we lose a big chunk of what we're going for here whether you know whether as as comic book readers as comic talk uh, people um we lose a big part of that if we lose those brick-and-mortar shops. And uh, comicshoplocator.com, look up the nearest one to you. And if you are, for example, a, 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 uh, a female comic book reader or uh, comic book readers of marginalized communities that may not necessarily want to take a risk on a predominantly male um comic shop. Uh, That's something that I've heard in the past is female uh, readers might not feel comfortable. I am trying to comprise a list of recommended comic shops that are really good for uh, 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 people like that. Uh, If if you're a woman and you want to read comics, you're not going to be talked down to. You're going to be helped out. You're not going to be hit on uh, that sort of thing. I'm trying to uh, create a list for that that we can do. So uh, I would love recommendations of that as well recommendations of comic books recommendation of comic uh uh, shops you know kind of just you know spreading the love and trying to make sure that the uh, people out there aren't spoiling it for everybody you know Mm. the bad people um before we get going um uh i want to know your social media out loud any plugs anything that that's coming up for you uh michael you want to go first
2: yeah of course. I One of my biggest platform is uh, TikTok uh, for the love of comics. I'm actually doing a pretty big TikTok live event with uh, Captain Comics Rex. Uh, Ooh. Come with Brian. Yeah, we're doing it on, yeah. on Saturday. We're talking all things Jack Kirby since it was his birthday this week. We're doing a big okay. uh, joint TikTok live, uh, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, 10.30 Eastern. Uh, it should be really fun. Come ask your questions. Come talk Kirby with us. That's going to be really, really fun. So, uh, yeah. Uh, for the love of comics, it's on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok.
0: That sounds awesome. That's yeah, gonna be on really TikTok. Fun. That's gonna yeah, be on, on TikTok? TikTok live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna definitely uh, tune in for that one. That sounds cool. Please do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin, uh, what do you got? Uh Well, you know, you can probably find me uh, most easily on TikTok. Uh, I am Moose underscore Zero on there. Uh, if if you enjoy these kinds of comic book conversations about you know new comic news you know comic book movie news you know any anything like that deep dives into characters uh that's that's really my bread and butter on there um you can also find me on twitter uh at moo underscore so so m-o-o underscore s-e-w uh, i'm trying to be more active on there uh and then uh if, if you if you feel like following me on instagram i'm there too at justerino j-u-s-t-e-r-i-n-o Um, yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm all over the place talking comics, so come, come, come join in the fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, you two do great work, uh, on social media, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on TikTok, so thank you guys so much for taking time out of your Thursday to be here on Comic Talk with me. You guys always, you guys know your shit. I love talking to you guys. This, I don't want to say this is my favorite episode because there are previous episodes that have a lot of talented, awesome people, but... It's not not my favorite episode. I'll say that. It's awesome. Uh Uh <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to everybody out there who's been watching. If you guys ever have any questions, uh, uh, questions, comments, concerns, they want to know what else the Keeg is up to because we have multiple shows a week. Check out our Instagram. That's probably the easiest way to figure out our schedule at the Keeg Show. And then there's also TikTok uh, that I try to do as many videos as I can. Uh, I have been slipping lately, but uh, I do some. I do some choice ones. I do some it's choice really ones. You can find. Find us on, thank you so much, uh, find us on TikTok at The Keeg Show. Uh, but you could also find us, again, on Twitter at The Keeg Show. Um, we're also on Facebook, YouTube, uh, 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 Twitch, you know, twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show. And then, you know, your your main stuff, volume.com slash The Keeg Show. We love volume. Volumes get to us. We're good to them. It's definitely an up-and-coming streaming platform, so we kind of like being here on the ground floor. Wherever you guys are watching us, please click like, comment, subscribe, follow, do what you need to do, uh, write a review, whatever. Uh, or if you're listening to our podcast, wherever you would find podcasts: Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, Google Play. Uh, write a review there. Show us, uh, show us some love. Uh, follow us there. Listen to us there. Do what you need to do. Um, but other than that, we got uh, obviously we got a lot coming up. Um, uh, follow Michael. Follow Justin on. Uh, uh, TikTok, uh, uh, you guys are are tops of my list as far as uh, awesome people that I want to help support. There's obviously been a lot of people who've come in and out through here, but like Michael and Justin, you guys are awesome. So thank you so much yet again. Yeah, thanks thank you for us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, once again, support your local comic shops and the comic book industry, and read a lot of comics. And if you have any questions on where to start, hit us up on our social media, and we'd be more than happy to help you. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been Comic Talk. Peace out. See you next week. super fat.